Are you ready to take full control of your physical, emotional, and spiritual health? Are you ready to experience great success in your life? Health Talk with Dr. Diane M.D. will teach you the tools and strategies to help you take control of your health and inspire you to live your best life. Now here is your host, Dr. Diane A. Thompson, M.D. Welcome to Health Talk with Dr. Diane M.D. This is a show that is designed to inform and inspire you to a healthier lifestyle. I am your host, Diane A. Thompson, MD, and as always, it is my pleasure spending time with you on this broadcast with the goal that perhaps you may learn something new that could take your health and your life to a higher level. As always, I want to remind you that the information provided on this broadcast is for educational purposes only and is not intended as a source of diagnosis or treatment. Please seek the help of your healthcare provider before making any changes to your health. All right, so I'd like to welcome you back this week. I really appreciate you joining me every week and I it is my goal to bring you continuous Uh, great information so that you can continue to grow and learn and be better in life. Today, we actually have a two-part interview. You will hear part one this week, and we'll follow up with part two next week. And the guest is Erica Goodridge. And uh, whenever I speak with Erica, I always walk away feeling so motivated and so inspired. And she's really Uh, an inspirational person. She is a motivational speaker. She is an author. She is a minister. She's an accountability coach. And you will see at the end of the interview that you really will walk away with a lot of good stuff. Uh, And so this week, we will begin our talk with Erica. And then next week, we'll follow up with part two. And before I start talking to Erica, I wanted to go over a little bit of information with you about Alzheimer's disease. According to National Institute of Health, Alzheimer's disease is an irreversible, progressive brain disease that slowly destroys memory and thinking skills and eventually will destroy the ability for a person to carry out the simplest of tasks. And I know of this disease very well. I've cared for people who have suffered from this disease, and it's a devastating thing to see that person go from someone who was very vibrant and was able to care for themselves to someone who has lost all ability to think, to remember, to function. And what we know is that many people, for many people, Alzheimer's first appear, the symptoms of Alzheimer's first appear after the age of 60, and many of us will be affected in the future. You know, the estimates vary, but they believe that as many as 5.1 million Americans may have Alzheimer's, and in fact, uh, with the aging of the population, this number is expected to go higher and higher. One of the things that's out there is different recommendations that dietary principles that may help to reduce Alzheimer's. And one of the things that's recommended is to minimize saturated fat and trans fat in your diet. Uh, Another thing is, um, again, and we preach this all the time because this is really important in taking care of just about any disease or helping you to stay healthy in general, and that is to ensure that your 
meals consist of vegetables and legumes and these are beans and peas and lentils fruits and whole grains like these should be your primary staple on your diet also the recommendation is uh, one ounce of nuts or seeds and that would be the equivalent of a small handful and if you can have that daily it does provide a helpful source of vitamin E and there are those who believe that uh, this is one thing that you can do to to protect yourself, keep yourself healthy. So it is also recommended that you find good, reliable sources of vitamin B12. And you can find these in a lot of fortified foods. Uh, and this should be a part of a healthy diet anyway. And to choose multivitamins without iron and copper. So try to stay away from those minerals. And really, you should only be consuming iron supplements if you're directed by your physician. This is not, um, the average person should not go out there buying iron and deciding to take a lot of iron. You shouldn't really do that. And I've always said to you, when you're making changes to your health, uh, talk to your healthcare provider because the truth is you did not go to medical school. Yes, you know your body more than anybody else, but it should be a decision between the two of you because you don't know what underlying conditions you have. You don't know some of the adverse effects of some of these things that are over the counter. You don't know what interactions they may have with medicines you're already taking, right? So someone else who is an expert at these things can help to guide you. So both of you should work together. So if you want to start taking certain supplements, you talk to your doctor and say, hey, I'm thinking of doing this and get some guidance, right? Um, avoid the use, and this is often recommended to avoid the use of cookware and antacids and baking powder or products that will contribute to dietary aluminum. Okay, and finally, engage in aerobic exercise equivalent to about 40 minutes uh, three times a week. If you're able to get more, the better, but you should at least be doing some physical activity. And these are some of the dietary principles to help reduce Alzheimer's. And I would suggest to you that all the things that you can do to keep your brain and mind engaged is to ensure that you have great uh, relationships. Continue those social relationships and those social interaction. Keep that mind and brain busy, reading, doing things you're passionate about, um, doing things that forces you to continuously think uh, about what you're doing. And, and I think those are things that will help you with health in general. And, and certainly as we try to stave off uh, Alzheimer's disease, we want to do all we can to keep ourselves healthy. All right. So what we will do is we are going to take a short break for our sponsors. And when we come back, we will start part one of our interview with Erica Goodrich, and then we will finish up part two next week. And so you want to come back for both parts of our interview because I promise you, you will learn something new. You will be inspired. So again, stay with us. I'm just going to take a short break, and we will be right back with Erica. Do you want to learn how to live a healthy, happy, and inspired life? Then listen to Health Talk with Dr. Diane M.D. Thursdays from 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on Atlanta's Incredible Radio, 1570 AM WIGO. Listen to Health Talk with Dr. Diane M.D. for tools and strategies to live a healthy, happy, and successful life. For details, go to drdianethompson.com. 
That's drdianethompson.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Dr. Diane A. Thompson. Erica Goodridge is a highly successful author, a respected motivational speaker, and an accountability coach who shares intimate secrets of success and setback on the road to discovering her greatness. Erica is energetic and committed to changing lives and making a difference around the globe. Erica is also the author of the book, Change Your Mindset, Change Your Life, and we're having her on the show for the second time. She was there about a year ago, and so many people actually were moved and touched by the things she said, and I promised them that I would bring her back on, and here she is again. Erica, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much. It's always such a pleasure speaking with you because I know I walk away, and so do my listeners, learning so much. You you really are able to share so much and create that mindset shift, which is really what we're talking about today. Now, as I said before, your book is called Change Your Mindset, Change Your Life. And I wonder if you could tell us a little bit about the book and tell us what, what did you hope to achieve by writing it? Sure. Well, thank you. Um, the book is um, a book about mindset. It's a book that really takes you from where you currently are in your life and puts you in a place of growth and development. It really gets you out of that place of being stuck. And that was really the goal of the book. What I've learned is that when you make necessary changes in your mindset, everything else around you in your life, in your business, on your job, everything else will change for you. So the purpose of the book was just to to do just that, was to help people get to a place of being able to understand that it's okay to change. Here are the main areas that you need to change when you talk about shifting in your mindset and then having the ability and the know-how to make those necessary changes. And you are so correct in that even uh, even though I practice medicine, and I've always said to people, health is not just physical. You can have good physical health, but if everything else is not working well, then you're not healthy. But one of the things that I've found is that if people don't have a mindset shift, you can preach health all you want, you can show them the way, whatever it is, but if they don't have a mindset shift, Uh, They will never make the healthy changes that you recommend, and it's the same thing with whatever else in their lives. If they don't make that mindset shift, things won't happen. They won't see the success they're looking for. Now, just define so we're all on the same page. What is your definition of mindset? What does that mean for you? Mindset to me is a state of being because there can be so many different types of mindsets that an individual can have. But my main focus is on the growth mindset. I think that it's important to be in that state of growth because you can have a negative mindset, you can be in a place of uncertainty within your mindset, but when you are have adopted a growth mindset, when you said these are the areas, these are, I've made that decision to just move forward and to make things better in my life, then 
I know I've grasped my mindset, which really turns out to be that conscious and subconscious mind that lives back there, the things that we've programmed inside of our lives from how we lived, how what we've been taught. And my philosophy around the growth mindset is if you're not learning, you are not growing. And if you're not growing, you're not living. Um, I've heard people say that at the age of 25, people get, they lose their life, they start walking around dead, but they actually don't bury themselves until 60 or until their actual termination date. And that is something that I have adopted, you know, to really believe in, that people are walking dead. And they're walking dead because their mindset, their very state of being is not alive. You are, oh my goodness, that is, I've never actually heard anyone articulate it that way. But isn't it the truth? You do see people, and they just kind of live life as it comes along. They just go from day to day, and it's as if, really, they're walking dead. So you are, you are so absolutely correct with this. Now, um, you sort of addressed some of this before, uh, where you talk about the importance of the mindset shift. Can you talk a little bit about a little bit more about that? How important is it in people getting to that place of their goals or reaching success? How important is this mindset shift? The mindset shift is everything to reaching your goals because if you cannot make a change in what you're thinking. You know, the philosophers always say we are what we think about. So you have to adopt that and understand that that is really truth. You are what you think about. So if you have a goal and you write it down on a sheet of paper, I'm going to become a published author, but then in your mind you're thinking, you know what, that's never going to happen for me, I can't do it, there are so many authors out there, no one would read my book, then you just totally discredited your goal. So you have to align your mindset with what it is that you're going after, and you have to stay focused on that goal because if not, those things that you begin to program in your mind and, and that you think about in a negative way is going to take you to that negative place. But if you write that goal down and you look at it every day and you feed your mind and you say, you know, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, see yourself as that person that you wish to become, it will definitely happen for you. So you have to make sure that your mindset is in line with the goals that you set. Do you want to learn how to live a healthy, happy, and inspired life? Then listen to Health Talk with Dr. Diane M.D. Thursdays from 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on Atlanta's Incredible Radio, 1570 AM WIGO. Listen to Health Talk with Dr. Diane M.D. for tools and strategies to live a healthy, happy, and successful life. For details, go to drdianethompson.com. That's drdianethompson.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Dr. Diane A. Thompson. Absolutely. Act as if, and you're the one who taught me this about a year ago. You say, faith it till you make it. I, I used yes. to say, fake it till you make it. They said, faith it. <laughs> that is so right. And, and listen, there are many people out there who are attempting to make that mindset shift. I think people now know we have the Internet there. We have so much that connects us, and people now know that 
that. They need to make that mindset shift. They need to change the way they think about their lives in order to get to where they want to. But some people struggle with it. Some people are very successful and others really struggle with this. And so what do you think is the biggest or, the, or are the biggest mistakes that people make when they try to make this mindset shift? I think the hugest mistake is the belief that it cannot happen and the continued practice of going back to the things that they used to do and how they used to do things, being around the wrong types of people and really not feeding your mind into a growth place. Because if you continue to, you know, listen to the same old things and be around the same old negative people, you're not going to grow. You're not going to develop. And that really is, you know, the hugest mistake that people make. When you make that decision that this is where I'm going, no matter what, then the things around you have to change. And, you know, that means cutting off some people, cutting off some things, listening to different things. Let your automobile become Automobile University because if not, it will continue to put you back in a place of I can't and I never will be able to do that. So the biggest mistake when trying to change is just not really going and embracing the change but instead continuing to go back to that place of, oh, I can't, this will never happen for me. And like you said, there's that saying, show me your company, I tell you who you are. So if you're really trying to get out of that place you're in and you're still hanging with the same people, it's, it's going to be a problem. Now, um, one of the things that I heard um, several years ago, and I forget which speaker I heard it from, but it really touched me and it really gave me a new perspective on things. And what that person said was that one of the first steps in becoming successful in your life is taking full responsibility for who you are, where you are in life. Take responsibility for the good and for the bad because you will meet people and they will be in tough situations and they will blame everyone and everything around them. Uh, but the recommendation was to really look at it and see how you contribute to where you are. And this is something that you talk about in your book. You believe uh, that personal responsibility is important. Tell us a little bit about that. Why is it important that we accept responsibility for where we are and what's going on in our lives? Here's why. Um, the first chapter in the book is it starts with you. And the reason that is is because we cannot. It's just like if you want to lose weight or build muscle. You can't send someone else to the gym for you. You must go to the gym for yourself. So it you doesn't matter. I'm kidding, Erica. Yeah, I'm kidding. I know, right? <laughs> we can't send anybody for us. We sure wish we could. And then some way, you know, our bodies would just be transformed. But we have to take personal responsibility and not continue to play the blame game. Oh, it's my parents. Oh, if I had a different life. No. You have the ability to to be different, to do different. You have the ability to reach heights and to reach goals and to reach dreams, but you cannot sit in self-pity and continue to think that if I had, if I had. Okay, so you don't have now what? 
They say that insanity is the to do the same thing over and over again and expect a different result. Well, some people really are living in insanity. So you really cannot think that when you're going to grow, you have to understand and really take a hard look at where you are. Where am I? If you want to be honest, if you want to really get transparent, then you can ask yourself, how did I get here? And then the the next thing to do is to say, how am I going to make things different? Not, you know, if I had or my children are just doing so many things or if it wasn't for my husband. No, 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 no. It's not about nobody else. It's only about you because you have everything you need inside of you to be successful. You have everything you need inside of you to get whatever it is that you want to get. And the only thing that stops any of us from doing what we want to do is what I call the enemy, not the enemy, E-N-E-M-Y, it's the I-N-N-E-R-M-E, the inner me. That's the person that, you know, fights against you moving forward. That's what fights against you going to the next level. But you have to take personal responsibility for where you are. Okay, accept it. It's okay. But you can change it, and that's the thing that people, you know, don't really believe is that they really can change their circumstances and their situation. Is it going to be tough? Of course. Are you going to be faced with some adversity? Absolutely. But you've got to build your mindset so that when things come, you're able to handle them. Do you want to learn how to live a healthy, happy, and inspired life? Then listen to Health Talk with Dr. Diane M.D., Thursdays from 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on Atlanta's Incredible Radio, 1570 a.m. WIGO. Listen to Health Talk with Dr. Diane M.D. for tools and strategies to live a healthy, happy, and successful life. For details, go to drdianethompson.com. That's drdianethompson.com. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com forward slash Dr. Diane A. Thompson. That is um, really, really sage advice. And if you're just joining us, I'm talking with a successful author and motivational speaker, Ms. Erica Goodridge, and her book is called Change Your Mindset, Change Your Life. We are talking about mindset shift, and we are going to take a break and come back with part two of this interview, and you really don't want to miss it, but Erica will go on talking about some of the things that you need to do to unlock that passion, the things you need to get rid of, and the things you need to embrace so you can move forward and find that success in your life. So we will we will be breaking here, and we'll come back with part two of our interview with Erica Goodridge. You do not want to miss that, so come on back and join us. You have been listening to Health Talk with Dr. Diane M.D. on 1570 AM WIGO. Please tune in every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the best in inspirational health information. If you have missed any part of this broadcast, would like to find out more about Dr. Diane A. Thompson, or would like to receive her ebook on stress, please go to drdianethompson.com. That's drdianethompson.com. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash drdianethompson. Remember, your health is your wealth. 
So do something healthy for yourself. Have a great evening.